0: Shout out to friends of the show Reefer Revolution for supporting the podcast. Shout out to our new Patreon and friend of the show, Gracie Gatto. Shout out also to Joy1Love420, also a friend of the show and founder of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. Howdy folks, Dan Scotland here joining you from legal grass, Massachusetts, heartland of America. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadier, and other platforms like it. You can follow me on Instagram at underscore. I am You can follow me on Twitter at @icsativapod. Sativa pod. Oklahoma activists prepare 2022 ballot measures to legalize marijuana and overhaul the state's medical cannabis system From marijuana moment. And it is written by Ben Alden. A group of activists in Oklahoma wants to put a pair of cannabis initiatives on the state ballot in 2022, one that would overhaul the state's massive medical marijuana system, and another to legalize cannabis for all adults 21 and older. While the medical and adult use measures would appear on the ballot separately, they're designed to work together and even overlap to some degree, said Professor Lawrence Pasternak, an advocate. And Oklahoma State University professor who helped write the draft who helped write the draft initiatives. So shout out to Professor Pasternak for putting his money where his mouth is and using his leverage and his status as a advocate and a professor at I would assume to be a, a research university in the state of Oklahoma. Um I, I always love when people who are in a position of power or people that are in a position of authority, whether you know they're former prosecutors whether they're d a s whether they're you know former politicians whether they're um medical doctors um and various other sort of fields when they when they advocate for the plant and they use their status on the to to help advance the plant and the people that use the plant i I always have to give kudos to that so shout out to him for doing that we need we need more professors like that. Um, yeah, I mean, we definitely do. And, um, so if you're, if so, I am going to tell a story at the ending of this episode that will, that will be exclusive to the Patreon. So stay tuned. So let's continue. There is a robust statewide grassroots effort to develop both a constitutional medical petition and a constitutional full access petition. He told Marijuana Movement. They are designed, if they both pass, to function in parallel to one another, end quote. The medical proposal would create a new state agency to regulate all types of legal cannabis, including hemp and high THC marijuana, and would establish funding for programs, including research, environmental remediation, and mental health services. The adult use proposal, meanwhile, would allow any adult 21 and older to purchase marijuana products from existing dispensaries. Individuals could grow up to 12 plants at home and keep or give away the marijuana producers. I like this. I love this. Because in some states that legalize where you had home grow, when you legalize home grow, and again, I'm probably rusty, a little bit rusty on the details, but some states, even though they legalized home grow, they forbidded um gifting. I believe Virginia did this. So just because your state legalizes home grow doesn't mean that they'll legalize gifting. And again, I mean, we're not advocating anyone break federal, municipal, state, so on and so forth law. But gifting is gifting is very much a good thing. Um I've had again, I have friends that grow their own and I I love getting gifted cannabis when when, when people I know have 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 their own that they grow and they, they're they're gracious and willing enough to share it. I I love that. I, I love it. It's, you know, sharing, sharing stuff with your friends is always fun. Like, like when you go, you know, to a poker game, you know, you bring chips, you bring soda, another friend brings some beers and, and cigars. Another person brings, you know, some burgers that we can put on the, on the grill. Um, You know, it's, 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 it's really cool. And I, I believe, I believe like anything else, you know, Friends should have the ability to share canvas, So gifting is key. If you can put gifting in your initiative, that's that's very, very helpful. And another reason why it is helpful is a lot of times when states legalize through initiative, there is a two year or so lead time from the time you voted on it to the time that the first adult-use dispensary opens. So people still need their over-the-counter medicine if they're not patients and how they're going to get it if you if if you're not allowed to gift or people that can grow their own can gift to their friends who need it for for medicine or need it for other reasons again it becomes an access issue at that point so you should always cheer for grift, for excuse me for gifting in any adult use measure even if you yourself aren't going to grow your own if you, you don't know people that grow their own um It's an access and a personal freedom issue, and we should always support gifting when it comes to adult use measures, and we should should almost all, not even almost always, we should always, always support gifting, and we should always support home grow. The adult use proposal would also make changes to the medical program and the state's criminal justice system. If passed, it would establish a 15% tax on non-medical sales to adults, but reduced taxes on medical pro- products from the current seven percent tax down to zero, medicine should not be taxed. Period. So they that was that was the only mistake with with Oklahoma's SQ 788. That was the only mark against it that the, that they put tax on medicine, and I think more recreational states should should if when they legalize recreational should do this too. If there's any taxes on your medical, which again that shouldn't have ever been the case to begin with. When you legalize adult use, you use the, the a lot of the revenue that you're getting from adult use to subsidize medical and to um, remove the taxes. I think every state that goes adult use should remove the taxes for their medical if they have them. It would also, and this is key, it would also provide for the expungement of past cannabis related criminal convictions. So there's going to be justice for drug war victims baked into the cake and that's needed and that's a must. Advocates don't envision the, the creation of a separate adult-use cannabis market, even if both measures become law. Instead, they want to transform the state's medical marijuana program, under which nearly 10% of all state residents are already, let me read that again. Instead, they want to transform the state's medical marijuana program, under which nearly 10% of, of all state residents are already registered to allow adults to make purchases so i i have so much love for this and here is why california was the first medical marijuana state when they legalized 25 years ago and five years before that cannabis was legalized on a municipal level in san francisco prop 215 was what oklahoma's program was and this is from people who are friends of the show that lived in california when they first legalized medical and they still live in california now this this is the sq 788 is the spiritual successor of prop 215 um it's pretty free market um you know anybody that has um land property or whatever and they want to be a caregiver they want to grow for a dozen or whatever amount of patients they can go and do that and there's no caps on the amount of of caregivers that can that were able to join in Prop 215 or, or or SQ 788. You got you got the money. You got the land. If you want to make cannabis, you want to make edibles, you want to make extracts. Go ahead and do it. We're we're not going to put arbitrary limits on people doing it, and um, we're going to allow for a free market. We're going to allow for people for grown adults to make cho- the choices that work for them. Um, but then you had Prop 64 that came in in 2016, and you know you, you you added a bunch more tyranny. you added seed to sale which you didn't have under under prop 215 um you got rid of um a lot of the clauses that allow for donations you know so um baked into the cake advocates like Dennis Peron made it so there would be compassion programs so so there can be cannabis collectives and 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 caregivers and growers that can grow and donate cannabis to the most needy of people um prop sixty four got rid of a in 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 their in their efforts to regulate both adult use and and the existing medical of prop two fifteen they they merged a lot of medical and adult use sort of regulations, so the things that that helped caregivers grow and blossom in California as I understand it, that was stripped away with prop sixty four so a lot of these a lot of these cannabis pioneers that were around for 20 or more years at that time, they were squeezed out of because of Prop 64, because they, they, they put, they were trying to regulate, like if we're going to put all these regulations for over the counter access for adults over the age of 21, I, I, and I'm guessing this was the rationale. Why shouldn't we apply that to medical? But again, the road to heck is paved with good intentions. Um, you didn't have these onerous regulations when prop 215 was there and they were the biggest medical marijuana program in, in the country and hence the world. Um, they were the most envied program. You had expertise, you had cannabis, um, growers, pioneers, um, experts that were doing it since the sixties. And, and, and it was a, a family business for people. Um, shout out to Mendocino generations. Um. Check out our interview with Chia and 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 Jamie of of Mendocino Generations if you haven't already. They're they're good folks. They've been doing this for a long time. And for Chia, this was a this was a family business. It's 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 a craft that her family has been doing for a decade. But with with the onerous regulations of, of Prop sixty four, many pioneers didn't make it. And as a result, it's more corporatized now. Now you have all these multi state multi million dollar cannabis corporations that are are filling that gap that that squeezed out the 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 pioneers they're 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 taking their spot and then they're overcharging they're not making good quality and now as a result in California a lot of people they still buy in, they still buy in the black market they go to they go to seshes or seshes or whatever to get their 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 medicine they don't they don't check for these um, MSO dispensaries, you know, or they are they still go to their legacy Connect, you know, they got squeezed out. Their legacy Connect is still trying to find ways to to make their living somehow. So that's what you had as as a result. But I think that what Oklahoma is trying is what is what California should have did. They should have just they should have just said. You should have kept Prop 215 as it is and just say, okay, now this is adult use. Now anyone just, now people just have to show their ID and they can go, go to these caregivers or they can go to these small growers, they can go to these smaller dispensaries. All they have to do, um, again, they voted on it in 2016. All they had to do is be like, okay, by 20, okay, so growing and possessing is legal after, after the, the, the ballot measure is certified or whatever so let's say it's legal in 2016 december 2016 it's legal to grow and possess they could have said by late by ending of 2017 or early 2018 you know to give these smaller growers to give these smaller pioneers time to ramp up for adult use by that time um they could have just said okay by 20 by late 2017 or early 2018 all adults just have to sow their their id to the to the grower the caregiver the small cannabis vendor, whatever, that's all you have to do. You don't, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to make these small growers or these small businesses go through all these onerous and expensive regulations, like seat sale, um, like, like putting them in point of sale things or whatever, or, um, making them have to do all these plastics or whatever to prevent children from getting access or whatever. Just say that, that starting this date or starting next year, All adults could show their could could service the same stores that the medical patients have been doing for decades, and all they have to do is just show that they're over 21. This is what Oklahoma is basically doing. They're just they're just saying that anyone over 21 can use the giant medical program that um has over a thousand dispensaries among four million people. But yeah, I, I went on pretty pretty long. Let's just continue reading the article. Unlike states that have that have a small medical program. We have a program that's effectively like a full access program already. That That's very true, Pastor Knack said, noting that by some estimates, Oklahoma has more operating dispensaries than any other U.S. state and more than doubled the number in California. Voters passed the existing medical marijuana law in 2018 on a 57 to 53 percent margin in a midterm primary election. Unlike many state medical marijuana programs, it does not require patients to have any specific qualifying conditions. Doctors can recommend cannabis for any condition that they, they, she or he, sees fit. From the perspective of many people in the state, they see it as a full access program with a hoop to jump through. Even with such a permissive program, however, thousands of Oklahomans nevertheless face risk of criminal prosecution for cannabis. Despite the fact that anybody can get a card, Pastor Nick argues, between 4,000 and 6,000 people continue to be charged with simple possession in the state each year. Drafts of both ballot measures are available at the website of nonprofit advocacy group Oklahomans for Responsible Cannabis Action, ORCA. Although the language is currently being revised based on ongoing feedback from community members and legal advisors, Pastor Nack said he and others recently spoke in a YouTube video about recent changes to the draft legislation. Other groups, such as Oklahoma Canvas Liberty Alliance (OCLA) and the nonprofit trade group OK4U Approved, are doing outreach and working to build support in Oklahoma City and Tulsa, respectively. Chris Moe, an advocate and YouTuber, recently spoke on video about the petition drives and the upcoming community meetings to solicit feedback and build support. Quote, everybody is trying to step up and do something, I guess. He told Marijuana Moment during a phone interview on Friday, while others formed Orca and got the ball rolling, he said, the community gatherings that are going to start this weekend are being organized by me, end quote. Basternak said that groups that hope to file the petitions with a state in a few weeks then gather signatures to put both measures on the state ballot in 2022 while they attend to run both const- as constitutional amendments. That's key. But again, we've seen constitutional amendments get um get misinterpreted and we've seen them get struck down. But if you can go for a constitutional amendment, those are always better because they're binding your your lawmakers in theory shouldn't be able to meddle as much. Again, I'm not a lawyer; I don't play one. But from what I know, from what I've been reading, what I've been following the past few years, that's 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 what it seems like like it is. Because constitution amendments make it so you you have that right by the individual state you live in. They can, it's an unalienable right in your state. If it's in your state constitution, pretty much it's a right that no one can take away from you. Which, again, it's 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 stronger. You know, it carries more weight. You know, when when Colorado legalized, you know, they were able to see a smooth transition into adult use because it was a constitutional amendment. So the the people that didn't want it legal, like 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 Governor Hickenlooper and all those people, and all and, and some of the people in the legislature, they couldn't they couldn't slow walk it. Because it was a constitutional amendment. By this date, you have to open the adult use stores. By this date, you have to start granting licenses. And again, but we've seen constitutional amendments get meddled with. South Dakota, they had a constitutional amendment in which 54% of the voters wanted it it legal for all adults over the age of 21. Got 54% of the vote. But that did not stop um, Noam... Christy Noem from from and and her cronies from from getting the courts to strike it down because they they struck it down and it's still it's, it's it's being heard by the Supreme Court whether or not they will they 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 will maintain Amendment A or whether or not they will go with that state circuit court's Karen's decision to to block it and in Florida seventy seventy dang near seventy two percent of the the people in Florida voted yes on medical marijuana five years ago. With that big of a mandate, you would imagine that that the lawmakers would interpret that that means that the people of that state also want smokable and vaporizable cannabis. But the the they miss them, you know, Rick Scott, um the Republican legislature in Florida, they misinterpreted the the amendment and like oh well them saying no them saying no smoking in public in the in 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 amendment 4 of, of of Florida that means that they don't that means that smoking shouldn't be legal period they misinterpreted it and then when and then you know the people of Florida rose up they're like no we we voted yes on on all forms of medical cannabis quit the bull driving so when DeSantis got in, he, you know, people were like, people were, were asking DeSantis to, to to honor the intention of, of Amendment 4, and they did. Did Amendment 4 or Amendment 2, I'm kind of, I'm kind of rusty here, but he honored, he, he, um he made sure that there was whole flour because there was enough people saying that we want our whole flour. Again, I don't, I, I mean, I'm not a fan of the guy, but he, you know, he, he, he. He did he did honor the intention of the people. He did reverse the mess that Rick Scott made. So I got credit where it's due. I still I still don't like I still don't like DeSantis at all, but I, I again he did he did honor the will of the people and and that's good. But um again, let's let's continue. While they intend to to run both as constitutional amendments, he said it's possible the adult use measure would instead be a statutory change. Mm. I don't know how I feel about that because again, your lawmakers can meddle. They can be like, oh, well, well, no, 12 plants is too much. That's, you know, it's going to lower property values. People are going to see plants all over the place. It's tyranny. You know, think of the children. They can, they can be like, okay, you can only grow two plants. They can take the 12, they can take it from 12 to two if you, if, if you, if if you make it a statutory change, but again, constitutional amendments like we just talked about are not guaranteed either. But you have a, a quite a bit more protection going the, the constitutional amendment route. Again, they can whittle down home grow with with, with, with just a statutory change or initiative. But again, um, who knows? Maybe they're trying to prevent what Oklahoma, they're trying to prevent what South Dakota did with Amendment A by by the by the um, court judge being like, "Oh, you're violating the two subject rule." So maybe if they just do an in- initiative. They're, they're maybe they're concerned that that they can prevent that or whatever. Maybe they believe they can prevent the whole two subject trick bag. I don't know. I don't know. That's just speculation. He said, added, it wouldn't be surprising to see legal challenges to the proposal. Okay, all right. So yeah, that's my my theory was correct. They were that they were doing adult use as a as an initiative or statutory change as opposed to a constitutional amendment because they didn't want the same outcome that South Dakota got. Oklahoma activists had previously attempted to qualify a legalization measure for the 2020 ballot. They filed a petition to legalize cannabis for adult use. In December 2019, but signature gathering fell short due in part to procedural delays and the coronavirus pandemic. Looking ahead to 2022, Oklahoma isn't the only state where voters could see cannabis reform on the ballot. A pair of reform initiatives One to decriminalize marijuana possession and another to legalize cannabis, medical cannabis, excuse me, recently cleared an initial hurdle on the path to qualifying for the state's 2022 ballot. Idaho officials have recently cleared activists to begin collecting signatures for a revised initiative to legalize possession of marijuana that they hope to place before voters on the 2022 ballot. Um shout out to shout out to my boss and friend of the show um Radical Russ. He's he grew up in in Idaho and he's trying to get adult use legal and medical legal in 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 Idaho. He's leading the charge with with, with putting it on the ballot. He's, he's he he and other people he's working it, but he's 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 driving this for the most part. Um so shout out to him um Um, this podcast can be heard, um, on, on his, on his radio station as well, too. So again, shout out to him, shout out to the work and the persistence he's doing with trying to get this legal in, in Idaho. But let's continue. Advocates in the state are also working to qualify a separate measure to legalize medical cannabis for ballot access in South Dakota activists last month filed four separate cannabis ballot measures for 2022 getting right back on the horse that bucked them and, and north dakota is going to get right back on the horse too which which is great north dakota activists are formulating plans for a marijuana legalization measure after lawmakers failed to enact the reform this session a group of missouri marijuana activists recently filed several separate initiatives to put marijuana reform on the state's 2022 ballot a move that comes after as other advocacy groups are preparing additional efforts to collect signatures for cannabis ballot petitions on their own. Meanwhile, still other activists are focusing on getting the legislature to pass a resolution to place the question of legalization before voters next year. If if it gets on the ballot in Missouri, it's going to pass. It's not if, it's when. If it gets there, it will pass. For sure it will. Trust and believe. Arkansas activists are currently collecting signatures for a marijuana legalization measure that they put, want to put before voters in November. Again, I'm, I'm very, I'm very like skeptical that, that, um, even if, even if Arkansas votes yes, I just, I just feel like they're one of those states that if they vote yes, the lawmakers will will challenge it in the courts. They will, they will try to yank it off the ballot before it even gets voted on, or let's say it does pass. And 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 court challenges are unsuccessful. They're gonna slow walk it. They're gonna whittle down the initiative. They're gonna be like, all right. I know we said you can grow six plants. We're only gonna allow you to grow one. They can do things like that. I know we said we're gonna allow edibles, but we're gonna make we're gonna make the maximum edible dose like thirty milligrams. Or I I, I know we said we're going to expunge records, but we're gonna make you pay. We're gonna make you pay additional fees and and basically a, a, um. A poll tax—we're going to make you do that. How about the apples? I mean, I—I I don't know. I mean, there's going to have to really be a big grassroots to to, to be a check against the people, or or rather, if, if you will, be a check against these 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 hardcore prohibitionists and authoritarians in these in, in these sort of states. But again, we'll see. I hope to be proven wrong. In Maryland, the House Speaker has pledged to pass legislation to place a marijuana legalization referendum on the 2022 ballot. Nebraska marijuana activists have have announced plans for a mass-scale campaign to put medical cannabis legalization on the state's 2022 ballot. Ohio activists awaiting official clearance to collect signatures for a statewide ballot measure that would effectively force the legislature to consider cannabis reform. Meanwhile, other groups also recently qualified several measures to decriminalize cannabis to appear on the local 2021 ballots. That's good. The road is local in a lot of states. Um, you know they've been doing this for a while in Ohio, where they're putting, where, where they're criminalizing on municipal levels. And again, state and local politics, you can make a difference. Federal, federal, federal's you you don't have a lot of power most of the time. Federal politics, federal electoral politics is a waste in this in this country. Um, but you can definitely get your money and your time's worth, to, doing municipal and state politics. A newly established Texas Progressive Group unveiled a campaign last month to put an initiative to decriminalize marijuana possession and ban no-knock warrants on this November's ballot in Austin. Advocates are also working, working to put marijuana initiatives on local ballots in South Carolina and West Virginia. Meanwhile, the Florida Supreme Court has blocked two cannabis legalization initiatives for which activists had already started collecting thousands of signatures end of article so again um this is very good for oklahoma it's going to provide a lot of leverage for the people of the state um and especially a lot more leverage for people in 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 kansas so now instead of colorado they now have they now have oklahoma to go to it's going to provide help for people in arkansas it's going to provide assistance to a lot of other people in sur- in surrounding red states where they, don- they haven't really moved on reform. So this is good. As always I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, Castbox, Stitcher, Tune and Raider, and other platforms like it. Follow me on Instagram at underscore I am canvasativa and on Twitter at IC Sativa Pod. Peace out. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you can do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor.fm slash I am Canvas Sativa podcast, slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 and above tier if you are feeling extra generous. Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave a voice message on Anchor and you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor fm slash am Canvas Sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and I may just play it on a future episode. You can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and I may just play it on a future episode. Feel free to join the ever-expanding I Am Canvas Sativa podcast planet on Discord. We Yes, we've got a Discord channel and that Discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash